This is to get funky in here because I'm finna use a bunch of adjectives. Your whole lives have become entertainment and you've lost sight of reality, man. Mr. Worldwide, back in your heart. Let's get this thing jumping. Hold it up. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. GMB. And Hollywood Apple Snatch. As always, presented to you by 24th Street Pizza. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we, you know, time to time, we have to take a week off to recalibrate. You know, yeah. and we back at it, boys. Tommy. Yep. Yep. So, uh, Mr. Hollywood Apple Snatch. Tommy. How are you, sir? I'm quite frank. <laughs> quite frank. <laughs> it's quite frank. Did you say Frank and Beans? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, uh, Work, uh, you know, may come up, uh, cutting the grass and getting all that stuff. That was unbearable, I'm sure, for everybody. Uh, Getting that first cut in, Mm. were you going to cut an eight-inch cut, you know what I mean, of grass or... Or what I've seen actually a guy the other day, this grass had to have been 13 inches high. Wow. And he was out there brrr, shooting grass. We're all over the concrete, dude. It was horrible. Oh my God, it was bad. You know, just trying to get the house up together ready for May, you know. And we got single de Mayo this weekend. You know, hey. big holiday, baby. Cabron. Yeah. I think I'm the only one that hasn't cut the grass yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm holding off while well, I was waiting for my buddy. Jeff to come by and do the irrigation first. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, your your grass is a little thin. Maybe hold off a bit, but it must be done. It must be done tomorrow. So tomorrow's gonna be the day. And I uh, can't wait. I'm actually looking forward to and it. And it still don't look that long. It's like when I came no. in, like the backyard obviously is a little jacked up, a little high. Backyards always seem to go higher. High. What is up with that? Why do backyards grow? I don't know. It, is it, it can't be because like depending on where you live, right? Because you can have like more sun or more Less sun in the front than like my backyard is no matter whatever house I've lived in, it's always in the back grows faster. You always had a dog? Uh, yeah, for the I most think part, it could yeah. be the feces, uh, you know, the animals, you know, the, the like fertilized stuff that just really makes it go crazy. It could, yeah, you that's know, a good point because it's not in the front, it's the back. Someone uh, say you like it from the back. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's it. Humper dink. Humper dink. Grandmaster B, how you been, man? Got uh, a couple weeks. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm getting older, guys. <laughs> you both know I'm hit up double nickels. I went to the spa. I went to the pickle bath. This oh, thanks for that one, by the way. <laughs> it's funny because uh, my nephew's name is Mike, right? So my wife's like, did you see what Mike put out there? And I'm like, what is, because he just sent me something stupid a couple hours before my wife mentioned this to me. And she's like, no, your your nephew. And then I see the pickle bath thinking, where the hell did you find that picture, dude? So uh, I followed the dill pickle, uh, the company. (laughs) Oh, I bet you do. (laughs) Just so I come up with some fresh material. That's where I got the McPickle and all that stuff. Oh, Oh, so funny. So they're always dropping this random crazy shit. And I was like, well, I got to give B a shout out for his birthday. So I put together that little thing, man. People got a kick out of it, though. Yeah, it was was pretty good, man. Uh, But as far as how everything else is going, selling Hollywood, man, I got to go in for this. uh, I got an umbilical hernia. Mm. And I've had this thing for, for a while, and I'm just putting it off and putting it off and finally it just started really aggravating me last week and 
So I'm like, yeah, I got to go see what's going on. And they, you know, they do the scan and all that. Like I told you, Hollywood and the doctor, you know, got with me today. He's like, you know, it's like, you don't want to keep holding this thing off. You know, it's like a four week recovery time, not lifting much weight. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're back to work pretty much yeah, the next yeah. day, but you know, you're just going to sit around and have everyone feel sorry for you. He's like, Hey honey, go cut the grass. <laughs> you get to the I'm point. I'm feeling up to it. Right? Yeah, you get to the point as a man where you just get tired. Like this, this pain's just done. You know, we gotta do something. You gotta mm. do something, you know? man. So yeah, of course that was uh, that. And then just you know, we're, I know we're gonna get into the draft. I know we're excited to talk a little yeah. bit about all yeah, of that all kind of stuff. It, but, uh, well, how about you know? We, you're always asking us here, Philly, and you just started your new promotion. I did start a new job, new uh, position. Position, and, um, position. Yeah, first time being a supervisor. So I'm kind of just taking it all in. You know, I'm thankful, feel blessed. Uh, definitely feel rejuvenated. You know, uh, I've been doing my previous job for a long time. So it's kind of nice to uh, get that kickstart again. Yeah. Start over in a sense. It's a little nerve wracking. You know, a lot of uh, unknown. But you got to just be confident in who you are. Yeah. You know, I've always been in those leadership roles and I feel I feel good about it, you know, and um it was good to see people genuinely happy for me too. That means that you've kind of left the mark and a lot of support, um, not only from, you know, friends and family, but from coworkers too. So yeah, very key. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of driving, you know what I mean? And it, it wears on you a little bit mentally more than physically now, you know, when you're in that leaders leadership position, because you don't want to drop the ball for your, your team. Right. So um, yeah, it's, it's a change, man. But it, it 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 was time, and I'm looking forward to it to, to the future yeah, for sure. So how 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 was your week played out? How how was your week? Because you got a little snarl on you. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. Because things are you're, you're, you're different now than your week is planned out different than what it was in the past because of yeah. what you're doing now. So is it? Uh, I I was my mom told me I looked tired today. You know what I mean? Like I was a little bit tired, but uh, yeah, you know it's it's good and bad you know it's it's a proud feeling but it's tiresome too because you want to be the best right maybe wanna... boots to asses boots to asses boots to asses that's great boots to asses yeah so uh yeah it's a good feeling man other than that um yeah again cinco de mayo supposed to go out with uh some friends and family tomorrow and uh, celebrate a little bit um some good fights this weekend uh probably playing cards again so yeah looking forward to the weekend off and just having a good time Again, get some yard work done that I've been putting off. It's been raining like crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, horrible. Dude. Sucks, man. Next yeah. week's supposed to be nice, though, right? Yeah, it's all getting this up to the 70s now. So all this week, I'll take it. shirtless. Wasn't it just, why not? Wasn't it? How did you guys feel? Wasn't it just dragging and just ugly over the last four days? Like, when is this gonna stop? It does. When you don't see the sun for a few days, it kind of brings you down. Yeah, you know? and you start to you're in the house more. And you start to get people get colds and you start getting the sniffles a little bit, allergies kicking it's in. It's horrible. And you're laying there and you're like, this, this is just so depressing, man. Yeah. You it know? Could, something about the sun. Just know, brings just them smiles feeling, out. Yeah. And, and it brings out the best and worst of some people. Yeah. I, I almost think when it gets nice again, people begin to drive like assholes again. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, you're out there a lot more now. Yeah. And you're seeing it on the west side, the east side. You see it all. And that's to my next point. It's like construction every spring it's like everywhere you go there's no easy way to get home like from the west side to oh, the east right. side every main road it seems like like i was on van dyke yesterday trying to get to madison heights it took me damn near 35 40 minutes now when you went through madison heights did you stop through tailway i did not pass they say when you go through madison heights you must stop through tailway 
Tellway, you don't say. You got to go to Tellway, and then yeah. you know it's right around the corner. And I got my ass eaten out by a father and a mother in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> I get caught every time when I'm in there. Like, Dad, you're in Madison. And I know I got to go to Tellways. <laughs> I did stop last week at a similar burger joint uh, uh -huh. with a buddy from work, and it was just like one of those in and out burger joints. It, it reminded me of Tellway. Not as good, though. Yeah. And I think it was in Farmington, actually. But uh, Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Just not Telway. It's one of the best. It's good. So good. Uh, with that being said, you ready to kick off the Shop Talk News? So ladies and gentlemen, we indeed lost a legend. So rest easy to the man, the myth, the legend, Jerry Springer. 1944 to 2023. Very sad. Were you guys fans of his show? I, I like Jerry Springer. Yeah, I like Jerry Springer. He's an interesting dude. A little wild, a little crazy. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I, I remember rushing home from school on like half days to watch it because it was just so wild. It was like, not like as crazy as like porn or anything, but you'd see some wild shit on oh, there, yeah. right? I mean, it was shit throwing, stuff coming out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you then, are uh, not the father. <laughs> was that Jerry? Or was that Maury? Well, well, he he did do some of that at times, or he he did. Mer uh, it's funny because um, not it, my daughter was talking about this the other day. She's like, you know, Dad, don't you remember when we used to watch that Jerry Springer show and that Murray show? I'm like, who the hell's Murray? It's <laughs> it's Murray. Larry so Dom, we started we started cracking up, man. But you know, Steve Wilco was that the guy? Yeah, that, well, yeah. Big now guy he's got his own. He got yeah. his own show, so he's out there kicking it. Mm -hmm. I think his show might still be on TV. I no. think so. I actually, uh, Steve Wilco, yeah, I seen it, uh, I want to say a couple weeks ago. Could have been an old version. Sure. You know. And you, I mean, in the beginning, you didn't know it was staged. I think the longer it went on, it seemed more staged, oh, right? Oh, God. When they broke him apart and then they yeah. say something, they're back at it again. It's yeah. like, come on. It seemed so authentic in the beginning because those chairs were flying. People were getting busted oh, open. Dude. I mean... <laughs> Did you sleep with her sister? His her sister? Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, it says you have well, in that, the fight. And then, <laughs> then they had the big one. Remember Philly when they did the uncensored one? Yeah. Where there was like you know people were like, oh, I got to see this uncensored spring. Oh. Where like you know they, they didn't blurt anything out. Mm -hmm. There were still chicks with their tops off. Oh, and you all remember this. that? Cherry. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the girls gone wild stuff. Oh, of the, yeah. You know, early nineties. It went to, it went to a different level. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the good old days, man. It was like, uh, I think Stern kicked all that off. Yeah. You know, the raunchy TV and pushing yeah. the boundaries and things like that. His show was phenomenal, too. I think it was on E back in the day. Yeah. That was great. But rest in peace to the legend Jerry Springer. Yes, absolutely. Also, uh, former Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III uh, unconditionally waived his right to a preliminary hearing on Tuesday and will plead guilty to one count of DUI resulting in death and one count of misdemeanor vehicular manslaughter according to a plea agreement presented in las vegas justice court rugs will serve three to ten years in nevada state prison very sad you know unfortunate situation uh when these athletes get out of pocket and think they're above the law do crazy wild stuff you know and this guy is so talented you know what i mean this is a a lesson for younger athletes man you get that money you know you're not invincible dude 156 miles per hour at, at sometimes he's ah, going that ain't that that's kind of too fast man you don't <laughs> come say. on i mean you know 
you got to reel it in, dude. Yeah. Just, it's sad. I, I don't know. It's all around. You know, it's not like he got up and he, I'm going to kill somebody today. It, you just can't, you know what I mean? He's already been through hell, you know, from Alabama days and his friend that was supposed to go to college and all that. And yeah, just to go through that and feel bad for the family too. You know what I'm saying? Just to say, well, wow. You know, it's like another OJ, you know, by his way out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's just sad. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Haskins would have been 26 the other day as well. So rest in peace. Yes. You know, another athlete gone too soon. So mm -hmm. what about this galactic gulp? Okay, for the first time, scientists have caught a star in the act of swallowing a planet. Not just a nibble or a bite, Hollywood, Tell but me. one big gulp. So That's a terrible idea. <laughs> it is. Astronomers on Wednesday reported their observations of what appeared to be a gas giant around the size of Jupiter or bigger being eaten by its star. The sun-like star had been puffing up with old age for eons and finally got so big that it engulfed the closed orbiting planet. That's scary. Yeah, did they call the star Swallows? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, ain't that crazy? They yeah, say, yeah. like, Very. Um, in a billion years, which is obviously a long time away, but this could happen to Earth. So, you know, it's something to think about, man, how that's something we don't even think about, right, on a day-to-day -day basis. No. You know, but... What was it going to be like, you know, in, in a thousand years? What if you land and we're like here and we just happen to land during them thousand years when they were talking about that back then and we happen to be here. Right. Like, we're you know the what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah Hollywood question for you. Have you ever wished upon a star? <laughs> <laughs> wished upon a star. <laughs> so, yeah, boys, that's all I got. I mean, just some interesting tidbits from around the world. GMB, what do you got? Bro? Yeah, so, um, well, besides the normal stuff in the news, with all, unfortunately, there's been a lot more of these uh, shootings we keep talking oh, about every God. podcast. And this, I hate to say, this is becoming a daily thing, man. You know, it's like, I don't want to keep talking about it because everyone knows it's out there in the open, but uh, something has to be done, fellas. Oh, yeah. You know, this, this, I uh, was talking to uh, Big Al on the way over here from 24th Street, and, you know, he's a uh, he's a gun advocate and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that but like he was saying he goes he goes b he goes you know i have quite a few he goes but i do everything legally and he goes i don't go against the system and he goes and it's not meant and he goes i do it because it's like a hobby but i'm not out there he goes you don't need these machine guns you know to go hunt yeah he goes this is more recreation for me, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. He goes, and I do everything legally through paperwork and stuff like that. But uh, the, these are getting in the wrong hands of people. We all can see it out there. And even some of these people bought these guns legally. But it's sad to, to every day that you have to watch or listen to a news. And it's another massacre. You know, I thought I heard something on the news last night. 190 different shootings already through the course of this year that in, involved multiple people. Wow. And that's scary. You know, that's really scary because you just don't know where it's going to end, you know, and, and that kind of is bothersome. So in a lot of them, we don't know. I mean, either they're gone. They took their lives. They got taken out with no answers. Were they crazy? Were they we we don't know. We're going off the people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But until, like I said before on, on prior podcasts, until we start wiping them off the face of the earth that we're not playing. It's sad to say, you know what I mean? Like. Once you get knocked off your rocker like that and you want to just go start destroying innocent people, you become a lamb. You know what I mean? You just, and, that, and that's not even putting in easy words because lamb's a, an animal. 
I you know agree. what I mean? You just, you got to show them we're not playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and, and I just don't know what's the answer. You're not going to be able to stop it. Well, I think desperate times cause for desperate measures. Like we, you know, we talked about it in depth on a previous podcast and it's just, it's like you said, B, it's just getting out of hand and, and we got to find a remedy no matter how harsh the circumstances are. But if they're caught dead to rights doing that, um, they got to pay the piper, man. You oh, know, this guy, man, down in Texas, he was out shooting his gun and the neighbor came over and said hey man you know i got a young kids trying to sleep over here can you quit shooting your gun the guy went over there and killed the whole family yeah wasn't it four people yeah, yeah did they ever find that guy yeah they found him okay good, good, his good. girlfriend was uh you know hiding him mm. they found him like wow. 11 miles away um this guy's a bad hombre he was supposed to be deported back um they end up finding him and of course you know they they get him and all that other stuff and now the system takes care of him which is you know, at that Wrong. point, it's an eye yeah. for an eye, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, that's where that gray area comes in because, I mean, this was like, you know, just knocked off four people like that and no yeah. remorse. You know, it's just like, again, we go back to society having a bunch of issues mentally, but this is somebody who's had this checkered past and, you know, he was, uh, had supposedly was to be deported multiple times and they mm. couldn't find him. Well, uh, under the unfortunate circumstances that, you know happened well you've you got your guy but at what cost right for life you know and yeah. innocent people and it's just very sad well you know on another note here guys another piece of news here lansing police officer faces charges for defrauding meyer out of ten thousand dollars in price switching the police officer right do you guys hear about this no lansing police officer has been arranged on fraud charges uh for conducting what authorities say was a price switching scheme involving sports cards hmm. well he's wearing a uniform he's a police officer he's in the store you could trust him yeah this guy was switching prices and buying sports cards getting them at the register and uh they're saying upwards to over a hundred thousand dollars worth of goods taken you know with markdowns that weren't supposed to be and he was a police officer and don't think that people are watching you on cameras or sitting in them rooms watching you know keep an eye on this person right here watch them you know what i mean it's just like you're a dead duck you see them walmart all the time right right like come on man yeah and i get it like if you want to have some kind of side hustle but you got to be smart man and just you don't have to break the law like that and screw <laughs> people if, out of money right even if it was a bad habit that you picked up as a kid grow out of it you know what i mean, I yeah. mean people make dumb mistakes but this guy literally like he took what he had for you know his position and of authority or whatever he was doing and you know, he's, hey, I'm a cop, man. Oh, man, these sport cards, this whole box of cards, at 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll take them, you know, mm -hmm. probably 80 or 100 bucks. And yeah. he just keep coming in and buying them and stuff like that. So he had some elaborate system he was doing and they busted him, you know? Wow. That's kind of crazy, man. So play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's that's about it right there. How's um, that for a saying? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, a, it's true, though. It's a great saying. And then, um, you know, are you guys solar let's talk about this one for a minute are you guys noticing more people putting solar panels and stuff on their roofs of their homes and i stuff see like that. that it just yeah. it just looks horrible. i was gonna say bro doesn't that look a little cheesy though but it's like i have a customer who just claimed that was the best thing he's ever done he's but here's my question if you gotta have your roof redone you know, or you have to have a tear off done, or mm -hmm. you have to have something fixed. I mean, you have to remove all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So That's is extra. that part of your warranty coverage, or is that on the homeowner again? It's complete, complete tear offs. I mean, 
you know, I did mine for what, five, 6,000. I don't know what these solar roofs are going for, but I got hit up by a salesman not too long ago for that. I did too. And it was like, okay, it sounds interesting. Sounds good. You can save X amount of money per month. I'm like, man, dude, I'm not, I'm just not ready for it yet though. You know what I'm saying? I just like think your solar lights, the other much dimmer than the ones that are coming it, from electric. You're not getting yeah, that that's full, true too. you know, Very power. True. Maybe they are. And, you know, I'm sure you guys have driven by like fields and seen where like maybe we're in some rural areas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see all the, you know, mm -hmm. the panels and stuff like yeah. that. I know like when we head up north, you'll mm -hmm. see that from time to time. But right. I don't know if I could wrap my head around that. I guess maybe I have to put myself in the future, like with the electric cars and try to grasp onto the future and say, you know, this is it, man. This is the way it's going to be. But yeah. um, I asked my, my, my buddy who did do this with his home and he says, oh, you know, it's not cheap. He says, you know, you pay a lot up front. He goes, but it pays for itself in the long haul. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe it does. But mm -hmm. it looks so stupid on some of these houses. Like mm -hmm. I got a couple in my neighborhood. I just started noticing it. I'm like, that looks dumb as shit. But maybe they're the smartest people on the block because they're saving money on electric and maybe. I'm not. Right? You, but you it, never know. It just looks weird, but it looks worse than all the birds are shitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can see the white spots everywhere because, you know, I'd be I'd be out there hosing that shit down every day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. Besides all that, there's a couple topics to talk about from me. So over to you, Hollywood. Yes, I got some intriguing news here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, the the sons of El Chapo deny U.S. fentanyl accusations, say that they're scapegoats. Well, I guess the attorney uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez had said that there was a letter that they denied sending, that it was unsigned. Definitely did come from the sons to the United States. Chichi <clears throat> um, uh, agrees. He's and he's there. got an audience that's fantastic. Big Chapo fan. <laughs> With, you know, about this fent fentanyl stuff, you know, and it's just crazy. And then, um, I, did you guys hear about the 24-year-old uh, uh, New York subway rider who was on there who got an altercation with a man and he choked him for 15 minutes? Oh, wow. he was a Michael Jackson impersonator, dude. And the guy died. Yeah, to see this. Damn. He had a chokehold on him. Could you imagine that? 15 minutes. Dude, it's a long time. <sighs> Dude, a minute you're like, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So they were on the subway? On the subway, New York subway. So he's one of those street performers, I'm assuming. Yeah. Jokes, and he got choked out. Wow. Yeah, he got choked out, yeah. That's awful. Yeah, that's just nuts, it's man. Unreal. And then from what I hear that the uh, you know, with, with Biden trying to get in the presidency with this with the new EVs and all that stuff that the UAW told him that the pushing of this on them so much mm -hmm. that they may not support him. Really? And and they're big as in standing up behind the presence like that, like real, real big. Mm. And that could really, really hurt Biden. You know, and they just said, you know, that he's really just trying to push this with the electrical and all this and all that. And it's, it's setting a lot of, you know, things back. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh that's uh my three. And that's that's very, very big, especially come from UAW. I'm still seeing more and more like electric charging ports, you know, mm -hmm. so I can see that's the way they're definitely trying to go. Um, again, it's another thing I'm kind of slow to get on board with. Yeah. So we'll just have to see, you know, eventually we'll get. I'll I seen a lady the, the other day. She was like, oh, my son took me to to try this car. You know, I was kind of hesitant at beginning to but i'll tell you what it gets giddy up on it <laughs> she was saying she goes i don't really know a whole lot about this but 
man, it got to this point, to that point. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, she was older, you know. Um, so I, I guess it's just you see the, the tide turning. You know what I mean? Change is always hard. I'm not used to it. Now, this may be a dumb question, but aren't Tesla's EVs? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. actually rode in one for the first time, buddy. From work, we went to lunch. Yeah, it's funny. It can make sounds. You got the big computer screen up front. Ain't that something, man? I mean, the handle, like trying to get in it. Like he was laughing at me because I didn't know how to open the door. <laughs> this shit's crazy, man. You know, yeah, it's just you know, it's over time. I guess you'll flow into it slowly, like everything else. Mm. It's just right now we're just really not ready to accept that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's tough. Change is tough to adjust. Yes, to. yes. Yeah, I I still, I mean, we've talked about this before to nausea. I just still, I mean, I think it's cool, mm -hmm. but they're still expensive, right? Is that what they're trying to do? Because you work for the big three and you understand like that's probably the future and that's where, you know, to, you know, help the environment and make things a greener, you know, yeah, environment. I mean, and they'll be less expensive than what they got out now, but it's fixing them. That's, that's where the, the price problem. comes in. That's at. taken away because that's kind of, you're going to have to retool every, I mean, if this down the road future-wise, thinking 25, 30 years from now, you know, there's still going to be need for mechanics, but it's going to be like, you know, the guy that fixes the VCR. And it like, trickles hey, down I, I all the mechanics. <laughs> it know? trickles down all of them because now you don't need all the mechanics. Yeah. So that's replacing jobs. And then you have to just say, hey, we just got to put a new battery. Now, you're good yeah, to go we're going to put a new battery yeah. and you yeah. ain't got a warranty. So uh, you owe me like 10 grand. So let me ask you this. Howard. How many people in your parking lot where you work, do you see people actually rolling in with some EVs right now? I have that I know of four people out of everybody you're working with. Right. So that's not a lot. No. And they're just, they, it's okay by me. And they're all women. Hmm. Well, I mean, so you rode in a Tesla. What, what you thought yeah. it was pretty cool, though? I thought it was cool. I mean, it wasn't really like it's not something I would buy right now, though. It yeah. doesn't stick out to me. You know, did you hit like, the button? Well, it's funny because he could make each seat fart. Fucking with us, you know. I mean, it's. He pulled up on us the other day. I was outside talking to my boss, and he's making all these sounds and shit, and it's kind of cool, right? Now, it's like can a, you hear it on the outside? Yeah. He was pulling out wow. like, the horn could be all different things. Come on, man. I mean, it was, just, it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say it's supposed to burn like t like like you're burning tires and mm -hmm. rev your engine. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah. you can hear it pulling up like the little yeah, can you do that again? Bring that old cashmere coat out here. <laughs> I love it. Cashmere, cashmere, <laughs> So that does it for the news, boys. And now, our feature presentation. Right, here we are, Fives of the Week. Uh, I get the honor to actually kick this one off. So uh, this week's Fives of the Weeks, uh, we ended up putting the question out there to some social media stuff, right? So um, shout out to a couple different websites that we, you know, we kind of use a little bit of our strategy out there. Um, on Patrol Nation, if you're out there, I know mm. I have quite a few listeners out there now. We do. They're watching our show, listening to our show. What's Thank up? You. What up? 
great, great show. You can find it on Reels TV. It's uh, on Patrol Live on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, you could, if you have Peacock, you can catch Peacock. it on Peacock or your Peacock. local cable company. Um, so, uh, phrases, sayings, and words people say that you like or dislike. I thought this was kind of a cool topic because mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that trigger people when they hear, hear certain things, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I'm going to kick mine off uh, with the word moist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you don't say. I, I'm just saying this one came up in multiple conversations, and it came up with uh, "lover to death." My sister, she goes, she goes, I don't know. She goes, that's a crazy question. She goes, oh, she goes, I know what word I hate. She goes, when someone uses the word "moist" in any sentence, she goes, it triggers me. I'm like like a moist asshole. <laughs> and I got my ass eaten out by a father and a mother in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> I was like, she goes, no. She goes, there's just something about that word that it just triggers me. And she goes, you know, people talk about it in this content or that content. She goes, I hate it. And then I asked a couple other people, and they said the same thing. I'm like, yeah. well, there's some legitimacy to the word moist. Actually, I've heard that from multiple women. Did that you? They hate that word. Oh, moist. something about that word is just like, it's so grotesque and this and that. I'm going to tell you what they say about my wife right now. They don't care right now. I just don't know what it is. But then I started thinking, okay, you know, the mind goes in the gutter. And I'm like, uh, maybe, no, I go, I can see it. I, I can see it. You know, and then, of course, you ask a couple other people, and like, what do you think of this word? Like, eh, mm -hmm. I don't like it. So yeah. I'll lead it off with the word moist. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Hollywood. What do you got, Hollywood? Um, Guntar. <laughs> you can't help it. Um, Famunga cheese. <laughs> Who are you? Did you say Famunga? Famunga cheese. Very long and very hard. It's when you hear like a woman say that, it's just like, ugh. You know what I mean? Like, have you dealt with that or something? Like, why would you say that? Come on, man. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's just, it's it's overabundant. She got that duck butter, no me. Oh, come on, man. Don't say that, girl. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, you know, some men, they can smell like manga cheese. I'm like, that that just, to me, is like, eh, no way. You ain't down with that fucking I ain't down with it, man. I ain't down with it. I agree. <laughs> it just, it just, it, it stirs the little hairs on my neck. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. There's nothing good about Fumunda cheese. No, not at all. No. <laughs> but coming from a woman, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you wash your mouth out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, sushi. <laughs> oh, okay. Man, I don't know if I can top those two, but um, it's a simple one I like. Um, and I'm going to go back and forth on ones I like and dislike. Uh, but I like just a simple, how you doing? You know what I mean? If yeah. you catch eye contact yeah. with somebody, I'll say it to strangers, people I know. It's just like you're acknowledging them, you know, as they mm -hmm. pass by. There's people that'll, you know, they'll look at you, not say nothing. And I'll, I'll, I'll lock eyes and as we're walking, how you doing? You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Like, and then you get one of these. How dare you talk to me like that? You don't know me.
Well, yeah. <laughs> Some people don't like it. It's like it makes them uncomfortable, but that's just who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm in sales. I greet people. I, I, I was uh, in a store that I hadn't been into in a long time. I ran into the three people I knew. You know what I'm saying? Just because I, I, in other stores, I would say hello to them. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think it's a simple gesture that goes a long way. You, you know, it's messed up. Well, not messed up. I was in Home Depot <laughs> and I was about to call you. Girl walks by, says, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> dude, she, she threw me off. Like, I wasn't expecting this to come out of her mouth. Right. And I was like, all right, how you doing? <laughs> right at Home Depot, dude. It was crazy. In the garden area, yes. Yeah, I love it, man. Hey. Do that in the drive through all the time. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you walk up to him. Don't ever disrespect me looking like the Panamanian Inspector Gadget, you heard? <laughs> do you ever get them? Do you ever get them when you guy on TikTok. when you go to the drive-through and you say that? Do you get them where they're befumbled and they're like it's silence? Oh yeah, like uh, what how was, you doing? Is this guy from Newark? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Who are you? Every morning, yes, miles. yes, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. Oh yeah, I did it at McDonald's the other day, man. Chick kind of like looked at me. Oh, good. How are you? Just kind of uh, giggled a little can, bit. Can I take your order, please? Like, how you doing? It's all right. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's my number one. Nice. All right, and no necessary order. Um, because I got some pretty good feedback from my my peeps, my daughter, and stuff like that. It would be uh, wrong if I didn't give my daughter credit for this one. Um, one that she doesn't like. Have you lost weight? And I'm like, Ooh. elaborate on that. So Ooh. she go, well, this can go, both, it can go both ways. This could be a compliment to some, but to others that struggle with weight, it's almost like saying in their mind, I notice you are bigger and lost than you look like you may have gained weight. So you're just trying to say something nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I mean, I mean hey man. Uh, and, I, and I just, I said this to him today, uh, Hollywood, but the truth is he has lost. How much weight have you lost Hollywood? Um, Almost 50. And, and we got proof of that because we have a lot of pictures in our, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we got a lot of stuff. I think back. a lot was, I had too, was a lot of water. A lot of water. I mean, like my hands. Yeah. I can literally feel like my fist. I, I feel everything. Like when I fought back in the day where before it was like. Kind of bloated a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just and That's, you don't realize, man. Like mm -hmm. I got to have other people see that, you know, and, and it's my fault. It ain't nobody else's fault to go. Man, a lot of water, so you know I piss a lot too. That's good with taking yeah. my pill and everything. But and that's a good thing to get rid of that water off my body. Man. Yes, yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah, so that I think that was a good one that Allie gave us to kind of throw into the mix here because that can go both ways, you know. And I think sure. genuine people know, hey, yeah, hey, looking good, you know. Yeah. The guy's got a black eye. It's like, hey, you know, come on, man, we, right. you know. But um, I think that's an interesting one because some you know, maybe more with women. I think when dudes say it, it's kind of hey, looking good, you know. It's yeah. like it's not like we're but we're being genuine about it. But I think yeah, sometimes yeah. women say, like, what do you mean? I'm fat as fuck. Right. <laughs> Get it easy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm going to give her credit for that one. So over to you, Hollywood. Uh, this is the dislike. Um, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> I used to have an aunt that would say that. And it just freaking just ticked me off. Oh, it's like. Let the cat yeah, out let of the, the bag. Cat out of <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I'm like, it, was it supposed to be a surprise? Um, yeah, whatever it means. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Letting the cat out of the bag. Yeah, like, yeah. So basically, like, letting it out of 
letting out a secret or whatever. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Just get to the point. You don't like that one. No, it's annoying. Don't massage my brain with them stupid sayings. Next, get the cat meow meow scratch scratch. Letting the cat out of the bag. Good one, good one. This one really chaps my ass. Oh, you don't say. You ever say something to somebody and they say? Huh? What? Or what's that? But they, you know that they heard you and they want you to repeat it. <laughs> it just, I swear, it makes my skin crawl right now. It just irritates the shit. I mean, maybe it's because I don't like to repeat myself, but I know like I got a lower, deeper voice. So maybe people don't hear me sometimes. And I do it to my son all the time. Like we got a joke where if I don't hear him, we go back and forth like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You always get mad because you can't hear me. I'm like, because you're mumbling, boy. I'm mumbling, boy. You speak up, right there, Speak up, God. That's a but, great, uh, that's a good one. Uh, Another one, Philly, is um. The word um. um. Try to go and talk to somebody without stopping going um. We do it all the time. And we should have a contest like, don't say um. Oh, I, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I said it on a podcast, that's one of those things like going back and I'm always constantly judging myself on how I perform, right? So... I always want to go back and just change that and use it less. But there's transition words that we use at times. You just can't help it. It's going to come out. It's right? like a crutch word, you know, and I'm, I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, but there's probably four or five more of those crutch words we tend to use quite a bit. And it's like, damn, man, I need to get better grammar, better speaking abilities, because not that you're trying to be above anybody, but there's a lot of those crutch words. Oh, yeah. The word bro. I have, uh, <laughs> I have an old boss, right? And he would just, I'm talking to him. I tell him something. He's sitting there smiling at me with a stupid smile. <laughs> hey, God, hey, hey. Huh? Uh, I'll tell you what. What are you making me repeat it for? <laughs> it's like, are you even listening to me, right? I like man. the way it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way your lips look. <laughs> So that really chaps my ass. <laughs> that's that's a really good one. Back to you, B. Um, one I like, I love you. And when someone says I love you and it means something, Aww. yeah, I mean, the, the, I'm giving so my daughter spot. credit for this one as well because that wasn't mm. on my list. But uh, <laughs> you know, I got to show the softer side of who I am. Uh, the words I love you seem to be a nice thing to hear. It's a great one. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, can you not? You, you know? know, I mean, we got to get more female listeners, guys. I'm trying to work it out. I love you, brother. <laughs> love. So, yeah. So we got that one. Uh, so that was sweet, sweet and simple. Sweet and simple. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, sure. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh god. I got a really good one. You guys are gonna fucking die here. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Trust me, just a tip. <laughs> to all you lively ladies out there. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> You want to talk a little bit more about the word trust? The words trust me. Well, you, you got you to gotta build the trust. Oh, yeah. Only the tip. And then, and then you plant that seed. <laughs> you plant that $58 seed. <laughs> it is cosmic that it happened when you're sitting there and I told I looked at that lady over there. Now, if you look at the show, it's. Five eight five eight five eight five eight. I agree. In the fifty eight dollar seat. <laughs> yeah, there's something to say about someone you don't know oh, really yeah. well. Going, trust me, I don't know you. Who are you? You got that hair. Who are you? 
<laughs> that's a uh, that's a good yeah. one. Holly. Trust me, love yes. it. All right. So this one is uh, it's more of a Detroit, and I don't know. It's a Detroit, Michigan thing, but yeah. it's what up, doe? What up, doe? It was born and bred here. Um, you know what I mean? It just it's something that's always been going around. You know, someone's from Detroit when they say that. Yeah, and yeah. it's still no said to this day. So. Mm-hmm short simple but uh it's a it's a michigan thing so i had to yeah. shout it out what up doubt what, what up doubt do? <laughs> <up>, do? <laughs> that's that's another good one uh, we go we keep going if we want oh, we got we a lot. yeah so this one here this comes from uh cheech man cheech yeah sam Chichi here he said so um he goes this is a great subject uh, he goes so i'm a letter carrier in the city of mount clemens he goes and i hate this on rainy days he always gets people going I sure wouldn't want your job today. <laughs> he goes, and he tells me, he's like, bitch, shut the F up. He's like, who would want it on a rainy day? So he gets like all these, you know, little comments from people. And maybe they're trying to be nice and stuff like that. But, um, uh, you know, it's just like he talks about some of the things that people say uh, that they, it's like almost repetitive, like the cats out of the bag type stuff. And he's like, oh, man, I got to hear this stuff again. He goes. No, you wouldn't really want my my job. So it's like that's a trigger for him. Yeah, you know he's a letter carrier. So I, sure, yeah, absolutely. he's got a bunch more here. So I'll go over to you, Hollywood, because I ain't gonna stop for a while. Um, <laughs> which one are we on? Uh, should be three, right? Yeah. Um, here's another one. With that being said, and whatnot, <laughs> <laughs> and what have you, and blase splay. <laughs> That's my other one I like. Oh, that's, uh, I think we've stapled that at this point. Yeah. And whatnot. Oh, and whatnot. I heard a guy say it the other day, man. I'm, I'm like, did he just say that? Oh, yeah. He came out of nowhere. And whatnot. And whatnot. And I'm what like, oh, oh, they're man. listening to the show. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. um, this one I have is, so I, we say it a lot. You know, uh, my son and his buddies say it. We call each other guy, right? Hey, guy what are you doing guy yeah. you're terrible guy this that the other thing but when someone doesn't know you and they say like hey guy you know what i mean it's like almost like um yeah. almost like tickles i gotta know you you know what i'm saying otherwise it's almost like you're trying to belittle someone you know what i'm saying like yeah, no, I, don't, I don't i don't like being called that by a stranger for some reason yeah, yeah. But like no, if no. it's a buddy or somebody i know or family member like yeah. it's cool what's up guy look at this guy you know what i mean but that, that would drive me crazy yeah i just it it tickles it tickles me man i don't like it when a stranger says it what about what's up slick <laughs> yeah, or, you know boss boss or, hey buddy you know yeah. like they talk down to you in a sense like, i just don't what like the fuck that you just say yeah what are you talking oh, about you don't know me you yeah. know well it's, I, that's what he that's what he said yeah yeah so that uh that belittling guy from somebody i don't yeah, know yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying caps that ass caps that ass what, what about when people say cool beans Oh, cool that, beans. That, that's oh, cool beans, oh, man. That See what I'm saying? While well, we're getting there, guys, we're starting to get the juices going here. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. Oh, what the no fuck is cool that? Beans. Here's one I've never heard. Maybe you guys have. Bob's your uncle. Never heard. Of never him. heard that. Never just, heard of him. Never, never heard. Of Al gave this one to me at 24th Street Pizza. I'm like, Al, what? What? F- I never heard this before. You, you never heard that? I'm like, no. So I was waiting at, and I ask you guys, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. What does that even mean? I don't even know. I need to. Hopefully, someone. So, will, if you guys know watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. Let please, us know. Yeah. absolutely. Um, and I. So my next one. I'm, I didn't mean to get off course there. Of course, women do not like the c word. Mm. Right. Guitar. Right. See you next Tuesday. 
That one. Yes. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. And so there's some, you know, along the lines of what is acceptable and not, women hear that and it's a trigger. You know, it could be coming in a bad time and an argument or something like that, but we don't even have to mention the word. We know what it is. So that's not a good word. Yeah. And I got that from one of my customers at one of my accounts. I asked her the question and she told me that. I was like, I never thought you were going to tell me that. But she mm. did. Yes. I hate it. She goes, bad relationship of the past. She used to say it all the time. She goes, I hate it. And I, you know, I was like, man, I, was, I thought she was going to need therapy right there. <laughs> you know, I thought it was a Dr. <laughs> Phil moment, man. Holy shit. You, it's, it's triggers for people. Yes. Certain things. Certain things like that, Philly. What do you got, Hollywood? Um, No pain, no gain. Like it or mm. dislike it? I like it. You like it. I like it. Okay. No pain, no gain. Well, it's true on a lot of levels, right? Yeah. I mean, it's true. sports analogies. A lot of them. It's a life yep. analogy. Yeah. I mean, you could always use that. Mm -hmm. That's true. Pain is temporary. Pride is forever. There you go. Quote the Raven, never more. Never more. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the last round? That we no, can... we just keep going. Yeah, oh, okay. pretty much it is. But we're, we got, you know. This whatever. one I came across a while ago, and I heard somebody say it, and um, it just always stuck with me. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And what that means is it's all about perspective, right? So sometimes we could be narrow-minded, and I was like that when I was younger. But like when you look at things differently, like maybe from the other side, you start to like, it makes more sense. You you see the big picture, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because you can make, I'm just big on like energies and stuff. You can, if you're negative all the time, you're going to breed negativity, right? Yeah. But if you maybe change your outlook a little bit, things begin to move in that direction mm -hmm. and you can dig yourself out of spots. So I think that's, it's a great quote and it's a great saying um, that you could live by and try to see it from different angles. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. But I do have to point this one out because I hear it every single day. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Oh, living the dream. Another day in paradise. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Wow. Come on, man. Come on, man. To stop it. Right. It, that's a, you've mentioned that one before, right? Yeah. This is, but that yeah. is one of those things. Like, what dream are you in, man? I'm not in this dream, or I don't know. Is it a better world that I'm in right now? Right. Because I ain't living no dream, dude. <laughs> you know? So I started saying somebody's dream, right? Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Clearly, you're not uh, living the dream. <laughs> or how about this one, guys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know not, saying? Not, not our funny, you oh, know what I'm on, saying. No, not that one. That, that, is, bad, that, is, that, that one is the best. Or what about the other one uh, that people use all the time? Absolutely. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, reiterating what you just said. Absolutely. Like, okay. Or I follow, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's like, there's like these areas you jump in conversations. Like, you know, I'd be talking to someone and like, you don't think that I'm listening, but you're going to check me every five minutes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to you, man. You follow me, but you follow, but it's not really a bad one. You follow us by me and, and you know what I've said, but that's, <laughs> that's a different one right there, man. That one's, that one's gold. Um, what about people when they say, man, that's fire. I like that one. That one's kind of up to speed with the new time. I dig it. You like fire? I like fire. Yeah. yeah fire me. That's hot. That's, that's a good topic, right? So that's like, we're the old guy like me. I'm like, how's that mean? Like when Philly said something about the whip, I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, dude. You don't know what whip is, dude? I'm like, no, because that's a car, bro. That's like your vehicle. I'm like, I had no idea. You ain't trying to hop in a whip, but, but, you know, I was like, holy shit, I got to get with the times, man. <laughs> um, 
One more I'm going to rattle off here is when you're listening to someone, I'm going to ask you a question. Not ask, but ax. Ax. A-X-E. Ax. I'm going to ask you a question. Is that the deodorant you've got what, on? What, you ain't even talking right, man. What is that? <laughs> you know? That's that hood slag. But I, I'm okay with it, man, because I got a little bit of that in me. But... Like, there's that fine line. Like, when I see, like, these athletes that are getting paid millions of dollars, you know, man, I ask my coach if I could play DB that game. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Going to make these give me some Brex fix. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get me them 21 scrimps. <laughs> come on, man. Ain't that something that's, that's just crazy, though? It's funny. That is crazy. I think so. We went through the fives, right? Um, we can open it up for any honorables. I mean, we're kind of just ri yeah, riffing right are, now. But. We are jumping all over the place, but there's like a, a lot of mentions here, and some of y'all post to our site. Um, mm -hmm. People, and this is from a, a lady for the, again, this is the On Patrol Live website. We post to some of their stuff, and we get a lot of feedback from these people um, on the On Patrol Lives, uh, Live Nation website. Uh, Linda Mills says, I could care less drives me up a wall. Saying it that way is the exact opposite of what people mean. I couldn't care less is more like the correct. Mm. So people, you know, would say I could care less, but I couldn't. There's like a pronunciation that I guess he's talking about there. Um, let's see. Don't ask me. We already talked about that. Um, people that talk about um, there's so much or gotcha. People say gotcha. Gotcha. You know? you know, it's not like you can't accept all that slang because that's just part of what we do. But there's like we talked about probably a, a handful of the triggered ones, but um, yeah, you know that's just that's kind of a crazy one. No brainer. That's a no brainer. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's conversation. Like we've like we've taken our language and dummied it down in so many different ways. Yeah, and that, I mean, I think and it's all good. I'm okay with it. But there's like certain things, like eh, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's 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 certain things that you know trigger a lot of people. Like it, you got to understand too that there's certain environments you work in. Mm -hmm. And you work around. I get and there's you, bro. a lot of slang. <laughs> what up, my? <laughs> what up? <laughs> it's like if, if, if people take that out of out of context, it's like basically what that's translated into between you, like. What up, my boy? You know what I mean? More or less like that, but you say it like that. It and he's got an audience. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's just the way you talk it. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you get some people, they're not in your crew. What up, dog? Right. <laughs> fuck, I look like your dog. You know, but Who are you? If you're in your group, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying earlier. But that's just translating. That's where some slang comes from. And like I say, it did. It, it depends on like work areas you're with, and, and some people say, "Oh, well, you can get away with all that," but but he can't. It's like, well, you know, it's just I don't look at it to uh, offend anybody. It just is what it is. You know what I mean? And that that's a very big one, right? You know, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Listen, man. Okay, so we're real, right? Yeah, and this is honest to God. Like you just said, some some people may be like, "Oh my gosh," I mean. It is a podcast. Yeah. Right? You're going to hear the same shit on Howard Stern. You'll hear it on Rogan. You'll hear it on anything. But there's truth to that, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not, I mean, 
there's a lot of pronunciations and things that I say that are like, mm -hmm. man, where are you from, man? Eight mile or something? But it doesn't matter because I'm comfortable with my own skin that mm -hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. And I talk a little bit of the bullshit. It's not intended for right. any insult. But there right, is right. there is different dialect with, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, like, sure. you know, the way we talk to each other is is kind of like crazy. You know, yeah, yeah. we turn these mics off. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're nuts that way. But, um, yeah. But I get what you're saying, man. It's kind of funny, you know, that some of that stuff, you know, we talk about it and everything, but mm -hmm. some of it's freaking funny, though. I can yeah, see it all the time, man. I mean, you know, it's I, crazy. I, I am not going <laughs> to lie. There's some really good stuff on there, man. So, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Shadow of a doubt. So, we're going to take a quick pause, pay some bills, and we'll be back with the Did You Know in Phillies Fives. Right. Mexican Americans don't like to just get into gang fights They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie Doo Who are you? Mexican Americans are named Chata and Chela and Chema And have a son-in-law named Jeff What the heck is that? Yes, here we are. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Thought I was at El Charles, but I'm saying, man. <laughs> they got all that whiteies over there. That's right it, man. That's all right, man. though. El Charles is good, too. We got the Did You Know here. Maybe you know, maybe you don't, per se. Per se. Or maybe not. Yes. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo is not a, a Mexican independence day. Did you know that? Correct. Correcto. Really? Si. Yes. Hmm. Si. The Battle of Puebla. Yeah. Um, did you know that uh, President um, Franklin Roosevelt helped popularize this Mexican holiday in the 60s? Really? Yes. He pushed it. Yes. Absolutely. Roosevelt. Um, it celebrates the Mexican against the Imperial France. It was, uh, you know, it was it was tough. It was it was, it was real tough, and, and they did it. Um, did you know that tacos and burritos are the the fine dish for that holiday? The tacos and the burritos. Can't wait to have some. Oh God, it's all about what is it going to be? Chunky beef. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. Mm -hmm. Rice and beans, little boil, little boil, little boil. Yeah, <laughs> that and maybe a couple. About uh, six bush lights, six Bud Light, and I love them, tall boys. That'd be a Modelo, man. Surface <laughs> <laughs> at home. Um, Cinco de Mayo is not a national holiday in Mexico. Correct. And uh, but although we do celebrate it, it's uh, you know, like my buddy at work, he goes, well, you know. Tomorrow I'll become Mexican. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you know, in the St. Paddy's Day and all that, you know, you all different races and all that. And it's all good that, you know, the people celebrating it. You know, it's it's an amazing thing. Um, but I'll tell you what, we got some beautiful damn women. Latinas. Oh God. That's tomorrow, so you can imagine what that break room's gonna be like on oh, uh, Saturday. Does it smell good enough for you in there? <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you steer them wrong, you never know, man. Now with them. Let's get it, too. Some of them be locals. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of locals. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my did you know. Very good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Wait, that's it. Where, where, where was the taco invented? Like, come on, we got to come up with some crazy one. Did, 
I felt like I went to school. That was really good, man. There's no ombre. He's waiting for lightning and bonus. I was ready, but that's a harder struggling. I'm sorry. Without further ado, then, it's that time, isn't it? Time, yeah. It's time for Philly Fives. Philly Fives. It's your boy, Donald Trump. And now it's time for the Phillies Fives. All right, boys. So to stay on the little Mexican tradition. Nice tradition. What is your favorite Mexican meal? Use five things. Drinks, appetizers, and desserts are included. So Hollywood, since you presented us with that fine did you know piece, answer the question. You want me to give you one? No, you got to give me five. Five. Make your that, Mexican, that's not a problem. Make your Mexican meal right now. Oh, no wrong Lord. answers here for any of us. So B, think about it. Well, let's start out with this. Let's start out with some tamales. Mm, okay. Tamales. Got to have some tamales. Good. Uh, you can get pork, beef, chicken, tamales. Boyo. Boyo. Then, <laughs> yes. let's talk about a Mexican sandwich. And if anyone don't know what that is, that is tortilla, beans. You can put, you know, meat. Chunky beef, whatever you want. Then another with cheese, and it's about this high. Lettuce to me. Oh my god! You ever had? You've had one before. Now sandwich. It's a Mexican sandwich. Oh my god! I don't know if I've done the sandwich before. Oh, honestly, rice and beans are already in there. Mm. Oh, it's amazing. Oh hell no! Um, <laughs> a good salsa, a yeah. good homemade salsa. Yes. So I got tamales, the sandwich, salsa. Um, I'm gonna say a nice bowl of manudo, which is pig's belly, tripe, um, hominy, hmm. oregano, onion. What the heck is that? Oh my god! And last but not least, um, what are you washing it down with, bud? I would say a nice cold modelo. You see what I'm talking about? There it is now. I like that. You know, yes. I like my modelo. Oh, there ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. B, what do you think, man? That's a good meal right there. Yeah, that's a very good meal. Uh, for me, it would start off with that authentic salsa. You know, not... I love El Charo. Can I Can I just oh, throw it? Yeah. yeah. Actually met with the owner of El Charo this week. I have Ooh. a phone. <laughs> Where's I, the I, I don't know. I'll find it in a minute. Um... <laughs> You gotta have the salsa and chips there. That's kind of a tradition. Um, cold Corona, of course. You know that kind of that. This is a hand in hand type thing. Um, I love those damn puffy tacos, man. There's mm. something about that. A butana for those that you know, their butanas are made different in different areas. And, yes. You know, yeah. but this one that's layered with the refried beans. You know, the green peppers, the onions, the olives. I always get ground beef added onto mine. And that melted cheese and stuff like that is so good. Um, I ate for the first time in a long time a wet burrito. You know, I don't. I'm not familiar with this menudo that you talk about. Is this stuff really good? Oh, do, you, yeah. do you make it homemade? I made it. Yeah. Do, can we next? Can you bring us some one day? Just to I try? usually around. I, I do it around Christmas time. 
Okay. The first time I actually had it was his. It was very good. Really? And I'm not like, you know, you think of like the pig stuff and you're like, I don't no, know. No, no. It's, it's, you got to acquire it. You yeah. Got a lot of people. Like you mentioned the tamales. Like those are oh. a homemade tamale. I mm. used to have a place down in Emily City that they're authentic, man. Like they did everything from like a little storefront. And the smell of that food was so oh, oh my yeah, gosh. I, was homemade, man. I wasn't even hungry and I wanted to eat, you know. Um, and another thing I've taken a liking to lately is churros. The, you know, that's the fried dough. Yeah. And I drizzle it with some chocolate and cinnamon. I know it's probably not the healthiest thing in the world for you, but that and a good cup of coffee after a meal, man, yeah. that just that tops it off right there. How about the chorizo para son? Chur- yes, si, chorizo. Man, yes. Open you up. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I'm with you guys though. You know, good uh good chips and salsa. You know, it's gotta be done right. It's gotta taste right. I'm a big botana guy. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where I go, um El Charles, Azteca, downtown. You Armando's like makes Armando's makes a good one me. You like that one with the guacamole on the slices on it? Yes. Yes. The more authentic the better, I think. Yes, That's where yes. like Azteca's a little different. And I yeah. love El Charles, but they do like the big slices of onion and avocado and mm-hmm. Aztec. Yeah, I forgot about Love the avocado. It. Love yeah, that. It's a little bit more authentic. And I'm a I'm a taco, unique ca- taco and uh enchilada guy. You know what I like, Philly? Street taco. Yeah. You know, they got that's that's uh is that a corn tortilla that they use or a flour tortilla? It all depends what you what you want. But it's very simple. It's the carnesada, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. cilantro, onions, yeah. lime. And a little bit of salt and sauce to whatever and you, you should have it in corn. But yeah. some people, eh, I'll take the flour and uh, you know, it's supposed to be, but whatever. That's your preference. Simple, yeah. simple, but so good, man. And it's double corn tortilla. Yes, they get two six inch mm-hmm. little folds like that. Yeah. And went to this Mexican restaurant um, a couple months ago and they had street tacos. And I'm thinking, that's, I'm going to try it. You know, you get three of them, but they were filled with good steak and everything like that. Mm. You like green sauce or you like the red sauce? I like both. The green's hot though. The green is the hotter sauce. It's called uh, Amigo Street Tacos. It's on uh, 17 in Mound, I believe. Okay. We'll have to get it one day before the podcast. You guys will love it. They got the carne asada street tacos. Yeah. They're amazing. They're called uh, Barrios Tacos. That's what they're called. And uh, they're phenomenal, man. So have you ever been to the store down there? In Emily City or? Down in Southwest Detroit. Mercado. I've never been there, but I've been to Armando's down on Clark Street, the restaurant you mentioned. Okay, a couple yeah, of Cochimano. Yeah. Is there another? Yeah. yeah. yeah Sochimico. So yes. yeah. I never yeah, you been You keep going down Verner, then they got E&L and all that, but you're going to the real to store. The, to the, the, no, there's a real store, but it gets crazy as you go. Do you hit <laughs> Grand River on, on the way down there? Uh, <laughs> rough down there, man. <laughs> now, let's get it, dude. What I'm saying, are you guys a good margarita or no? Can you mess with it? I, you know, I like a good margarita in the summertime. Yeah, I don't want to tie. Yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. You ever had the one with the Corona in it? Oh, they put the bottle in there yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, I yeah, see yeah, them all yeah. the time. Is that a I good one? I walked out of their stubbler, but... Dude, you have two of them. I mean, $5 in the summer at Las Galantes? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Walk that straight line. You're all over the place. Struggling. What about a... um? They call it a Corona Sunset or Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you drink the Corona down to like the neck. Put a shot of tequila in there. You put mm-hmm. a little grenadine in your lemon or lime. Yeah, boy, you were oh making boy. them at my house, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James had one of them. He was stumbling. He's oh, like, man, dude. we can't go nowhere. I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember that James? He was drinking, man. But that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> man, I was like, struggling. 
That table shoe was real good. That motherfucker water in there. Bring that old cashmere coat out here. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, man. Oh, that, was crazy. that was crazy, man. All right, very good. Um, all right. Would you rather be with someone who is perfect in every aspect but has flaws in the bedroom? Or someone who is perfect in the bedroom but has flaws in other areas? I'd do number one. Because you could always teach and train and develop. You feel me? <laughs> Let me tell you something else <laughs> right now. I'm going to tell you right there, Rick Kings and queens. Kings and queens. Some say I'm a big giant and I'm dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Hollywood? Um... I would say good and bad, and 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 you know we could tweak the other things, man. I don't, I don't want, I don't have time to start do this, and you, you know, I mean that's just, I mean, come on, you know what I mean? Let's be on par. But the other things, like you know, maybe attitudes. Or Did you say bar or par? Har. Oh my! Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I mean, if, you know, if you've been deprived most of your life, maybe I'd give you a little ace card. But sure. um, you you know somebody and you kind of know what your likes are. You know, let, Let's bring it. You know what I'm saying when it comes to that point? You okay. know what I mean? It's fun time. Fair enough. All right, number three. Would you rather join the cartel and know your entire family is protected, but you never see them again? So now you're a bad boy. You're a bad guy. You're, you're in the thick of it. Or would you rather fight the good fight but risk everyone's life, including your own? What are you fighting the good fight for? The family? Against them. Against them. So it's either... But you got to have an army. You can't be just one, you know? Well, of course, you're not going to do it yourself, right? right? But That's a tough one, man. You, gotta <sighs> make, you can make that decision. You're at the table. You face them. You either join us. You're the nexus or you're against us. It's tough. That's a pickler right there. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, because decision has to be made. You know what I'm saying? Grandmaster B, would you sell your soul to the devil? But to never be seen again is what you're saying. Right, but you know that they're going to be okay. They're going to be taken care of. They're out of the picture. But where do I go, Philly? But now you're in the mix of it. Where do I go? I'm, I'm part of them? You're part of them. Now you could be a mule. You could be, you know, the next guy. Yeah, but bro, I mean, either way you can get in trouble or you fight against them. That's a tough one, man. Um, and you're away from your family now. Yeah. But you, you know they're good. All the money, all everything, they're fine. But no. I can never see them. Uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in the trenches, I think. I don't think I could abandon my family. Knowing that they would still be okay, but not to have part of their <clears throat> life or know me. That's all, man. You know, you, I, I, I know, and then at I the same time, you say like, "I never have to worry about them. Everybody's fine." But then they wouldn't know about me. They wouldn't hypothetically know what's going on with me. I'm like only through hearsay. It's the ultimate risk you got to take. Yeah, it's a um, huge sacrifice either way. Uh, yeah, I'm so close to who I, I, I say I'm going to do the second one. You're I'm gonna, gonna, you're gonna fight the good I'm, fight. I'm gonna fight the good fight, man. Um, that's just me taking a chance. How about you, Hollywood? <laughs> And I wouldn't want to have them in any danger, you know what I'm saying? Are you like, gonna join the inner circle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you know, part of me says, yeah, I want to, you know, and, and but then I, I'm giving up on them. Could, I, I can't see them. You could be Don Rubio. I gotta, I gotta do the good fight, I guess, man. It's, it's, it's tough. Yep. You know, okay. it's, it's tough. I can see I pickled you guys there. Yeah. There I like no doubt about that. It's a good one. Yeah, for very sure. Good one. Okay. Out of these five items, not items, but which is hardest for you to say? Number one, I love you. Number two, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Number three, I need help. Number four, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> number five, I appreciate you. Say number four real quick, B. Worcestershire sauce. Hollywood, say it. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> 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 You. <laughs> so think about on daily. What, what's what is the hardest? Hard, hard, hard. Which one of those is hardest for you to say? Get off your chest. Now, when you're saying that, yeah, the love, like to anybody, yes, or on a daily. Okay. Like what's, mm. Out of those things on a daily basis, which one's like the hardest for you to say? I Maybe need help. You could be a prideful man, right? Yeah, I, I would say I need help. I, I try to. I think that's one for me. I don't, I don't ask for it as much as I probably could mm -hmm. or should. But that could mean anything. Yeah, and I'm stubborn that way because I, I don't want to depend on anybody else in a sense that way. So for me, that's kind of maybe in the categories that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. that probably one of the last things I'll probably do. Okay. Now, my son-in-law might say different. like, bullshit, every time I go over, <laughs> you need me to help you pull a tree out of the ground. I'm like, Mike, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I'm kind of pickled right now. You're mine, boy. You're mine. Um, if it's a woman, that's a hard word. I love you. But then you think you kids and everything. I could say that all day long. I love you. I love you. Parent. You know what I mean? Of course. I love you. Uh, I would say Harshire. Worcestershire. <laughs> Your balls are showing. Worcestershire. 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 That would be hard for me to say. <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> 24th Street Pizza has expanded their menu to offer new items like the Miami Steak Sub, Poutine, Nacho Supreme, Traverse City Salad, and even the Poho Mac and Cheese Pizza. Plus, with beer and wine and free delivery in Port Huron, there's no question what's for dinner. It's 24th Street Pizza. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. Swing, there's a drive to left. That one is long gone. Base hit into right. 3,000 for Miguel Cabral. Caught Enzo. Touchdown to Detroit Lions. Time to meet and greet. Detroit Lions have traded the sixth pick to the Arizona Cardinals with the 12th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. 
the Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. All right, so two running backs in the first 12 picks of an NFL draft. I'm looking at Jack NFL Network Research. I need to know the last time that happened. With the 18th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Jack Campbell, linebacker, Iowa. With the 34th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Sam Laporta. Tight end, Iowa. Your shoes, I guess. The Green Bay Packers have traded the 45th pick to the Detroit Lions. With the 45th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Brian Branch, defensive back, Alabama. All right. So, the all right so as you heard in the intro some of the lions top picks um so we'll dabble in the other sports topics after we might as well get right into it so obviously the lions shook some ground right with their especially with their top pick very controversial here in detroit had the fan base really like up in arms um let's go down the list like let's start at pick 12 you know trading out of six you know and going jameer gibbs with the running back out of alabama alabama i think uh i like that give down alabama i think the player you know you can argue about the spot you know but i think it's a electrifying player you know and i think he's going to do really great things here in detroit um so out of five stars how many stars do you give it let's just mm-hmm. toss it around b what do you think i think it would have been there maybe a little later round but um you know they keep saying they keep uh putting him in that category of an elvin camara mm-hmm. type running back i mean he's five nine hundred ninety nine pounds quick very good speed, good hands. Almost could be used as a receiver. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's not a bad pick. Um, I, I really didn't see that coming, Philly. Yeah. Not I for agree. our first pick. To trade out of number six, I know their guy wasn't there. I think they may have hit the panic button a little bit on, you know, like, oh, let's just trade out of this and, you know, move around. I give it a four star. Okay. You know, again, a lot of these drafts are. 50% of these guys never really do much after, you know, it's a hit or miss, but I like his style. I mean, yeah. He's built like a brick shit house. I mean, he's, he's a good player, man. It was definitely shocking. Right. But like you said, he wouldn't have been there in the second round. You know, yeah. I think the jets and the Patriots both wanted him. you know, I mean, you talk about a 2022 AP third team, all American uh, second team, all sec, Year before yes. first team all SEC, you know, and he's 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 highly graded in pro fantasy football receiving grade ninety two point six, rushed for over twenty one hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns, electrifying player, uh, caught one hundred and three passes for over twelve hundred yards, you know, so that's a guy, it's a weapon that he's going to be used in Ben Johnson's offense. You knew the writing was on the wall for Swift, right? Um, and he, we got him out of town. He came out and said it was kind of shocking, you know, value wise. I think it would have been smart to hang on to Swift, but 
you get a, a younger guy, three years younger, and another piece to add to the puzzle. And the old rule of thumb in football is finish the side of the ball that you're closest to being complete. I think that's what they're doing. That was the mindset. I do agree with you on this, though, B, that once Witherspoon was taken to pick before to Seattle, that's when they decide to pull the plug yeah. and trade back. So, Hollywood, what do you think about the pick? Now, on them stats, were that his career? I mean, like... Yeah, yeah, that was oh, in totality. Okay. You remember, he was uh, with another school and transferred to Alabama. Yes, yes. How many years he was in Alabama? I want to say just one or two. And them are his numbers at Alabama. Altogether. Yeah, he, Even spent, he was at Georgia Tech. Yes, yes. He right. gained, like, almost uh, 2,000 yards at Georgia Tech. Very um, good school. Yeah. Then he went to Alabama. Roll Tide. Alabama. Alabama. Uh, you know, we've talked about this. Gibbs was on my board. Just not at 12. I, I thought that we overreached for that, especially when, you know, my heart was kind of set on it. Carter was there. Um, and then we jumped out of the sixth spot. Was like, okay, well, now there's a reason. Why ain't we taking him? Why didn't Seattle take him? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. okay, who's this big guy going to be? Well, I thought... That either at that point, we were going to go with maybe Gonzalez, you know, another corner. But then again, with all the defensive backs that we got, it's like, okay, well, who's going to start now? You just sign Mosley. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then that kicks it back to like going, well, you know, maybe this does make sense. You know what I mean? I thought it was early. Um, Kalia Kansi, we had there. But he played for Pitt, sucky team, defensive tackle. Is that what you wanted so bad? Or did you say, well, you know, we always got free agency. Our guy's really not there. I know that this kid's going to possibly go somewhere else. Yeah. And we will not get him. Well, let's talk about the Jalen Carter thing for a minute because we had a conversation about it. And, you know, I agree with some of the things I heard on the radio about, okay, this is the second youngest team in the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. You're bringing in Jalen Carter, who obviously – has some issues, you know what I mean? But also is a stud and has the potential to be a superstar. So that's kind of what not just you, but eight other teams passed up on. Now he goes to Philly, who's got a veteran locker room. They have Jordan Davis. They have Brandon Graham. They have Fletcher Cox. These are guys that can mold him into being a professional. So with that being said, I think that makes more sense. And when you're placing that high value on a young athlete, you got to do all your homework and do what's right. And I just feel like you saw the reaction from Campbell and Holmes. They, they, they actually, they love this pick. They love the player. And I think he fits. I really do what they're trying to do. The shock value. Yeah. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to give it a four star, but like after you see the other picks that they made, when you look at it in its totality, you're like, okay, <clears throat> I can see the pieces now. It makes sense. That's why I made the joke on Facebook. I, said, I was like, yeah, they're like, F it, man. They're just going to try to score 60 a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that was, that yeah. was. Brad Holmes. Do you think he could have possibly slid down to 18 or you think he would have been gone? I think someone was going to grab him because he is that electrifying player, that uh, hybrid weapon out of the backfield. He can be, you can have Singletary and him on the field at the same time. You know, uh, Singletary in the background or the backfield, him in the slot. You can motion him out. You can do all types of things. And now you got a, a hefty one-two punch with, you know, Reynolds and Jefferson, maybe a little drop-off from Swift, right? But you still got two really good backs now that you Could, can go to work with. Yeah, and, and you know, with the, with the, what's the name, Swift, didn't know. 
But could you see this too? Because this was left on the board. A Miles Murphy at 12. And then if Gibbs is not there, you come back with Quentin Johnson at 18. I now mean, you got your defense and a stud receiver. You know what I'm saying? Two studs. You know, two. Even though them guys were on my board, like I said, mm -hmm. I just thought that Campbell, maybe he wouldn't have made it out of the first. I don't know. I was thinking that 34th pick. Was it New England? Was it the Patriots that were looking at him too? Patriots I, and Jets, from what I've read and heard. Yeah, and they kind of traded back and forth. They were right in front of us. Yeah, so. so I think New England may have been targeting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, it's a gamble, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I get it, but you talk about Miles Murphy. He didn't go until like almost the end of the first round. So some of these, I think we as fans, we fall in love with names at yeah, times. Yeah, you're right. You know, and we look at all these guys that put out these mock drafts. And again, like I love them and hate them at the same time because I feel like it's almost misleading information. And listen, I'm a more pro guy than college guy. I knew a lot of those first round guys and you watch their film and watch their games and that's kind of what sticks to you. So a lot of it made sense. Some of it didn't. The running back, yes, was shocking. But it's a player I could totally see in Honolulu Blue going crazy. I'm going to I'm gonna give it, um, you know, like I said, it wasn't my projected pick there. Mm-hmm. But because of the player who he is, yeah, I'm going to give it a four plus star. Okay, okay, I think that's fair because I kind of like Brad Holmes's style. Mm -hmm. I didn't wasn't crazy about this first pick at first, but then day two we'll get into that. Yes, that was a turning point for me to realize he wasn't going for necessarily the best player. He was going for what they need now. And they yeah. did Swift justice by letting him go back home. Yeah, you know, Philly's hometown. where he's from. So I mean. You know, they kind of gave him a nice little parachute to say, hey, man, yeah. off you go. But uh, I don't think that hurt him at all. No, good point. And um, so they followed that up with Jack Campbell, who I feel like is a guy that could be in the middle of your defense for the next 10 years. I think this guy, he's 6'5", you know, 230 plus. I love the guy. I love Jack Campbell. Yeah. I just didn't know it at the 18th pick. But maybe, maybe he's gone by 29. Bro, he's oh, he's a him. throwback though. Yes. He's kind of like your Erlacher. He's the he's the run stuffer. He's yes. not that you know that hybrid guy. He's no. that big body. What is he? Six foot five. Yeah, yes. six five plus. Like I said, two thirty plus. He's a beast. So maybe he was. He's like, dude, we're this guy's not going to make it out of the first, and we definitely will not have a chance at thirty four. This kid is that special of a kid where he'll be gone. So if we don't get it now, we're kicking our ass. And guess what? Now we got to go. To a two tier because why didn't Nolan Smith from Georgia yeah. pass on him? You know, it's like that's right. He's not him. Drew Sanders, he was still there. Like, but see, it's like you can't that? you can't knock Anzalone, but then not expect him to do something about that. Now you got a young guy that he can groom behind him. There you, you know go. what I mean? You got yeah. a twenty two uh, Dick Buckus Award winner, two time first team All Big Ten back to back years, and that's tough. Twenty two yeah. Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, William V. Campbell Trophy winner in 22. Wow. Almost 300 total tackles, 12.5 for loss, five career interceptions. That's pretty solid. That's, big. That's solid yeah. college career right there, man. And they say the knock is, you know, when he drops back into coverage, is he that guy? But you got a big body in the middle. It's tough to throw over, you know, drop. And what you got behind you coming and whatnot. Up. You know what I mean? Yeah. What have you? What have you? <laughs> With that being said. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, the numbers were. But once again, we're not there. We didn't see the combines. We didn't do all the testing and all this and going, wow, man, they, they just stand out and blow them all.
Yeah. You know, which we think, well, these guys, that's not what we see. Well, we talked about Sanders and uh, Nolan Smith, um, but they're more outside guys. Yes. Whereas this guy is going to be right in that middle. Now you can rotate him and Anzalone, move Malcolm Rodriguez to the outside, and you still got James Houston, Aquara coming back healthy. And that's the biggest thing on why they didn't um, go defensive line early is because I really think they love their guys on board right now. Yeah. If they come back healthy. Yeah, it's a formidable line. The now is, is Levi healthy. gone? Is he gone? No, he's back and he's doing OTAs and all this stuff. He was nice. seventy five, wasn't he? Yes, because his number's gone. Maybe he we, changed it. A lot of people changed it this season. Yeah, but when I seen it on the thing, it didn't have his name down, but his number was something else. He didn't have a number. His name wasn't even on there. Unless something happened, like just recently, he's there. Because yeah. I was just listening on the radio and they were talking about him being back and being involved and. uh like him and Vitae working out with the team yeah, and stuff. Yeah, because what's name got number one in uh, J-Mo didn't. Um, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Sutton. Sutton. Give it to the veteran. Yeah. Well deserved. J-Mo, you got to get your shit together. Yeah, you're right, right. J-Mo, J-Mo. You know, so another kind of shocking one, but I thought we all thought this was going to be addressed at some point in the draft was Sam Laporta out of Iowa. For some reason, we love Iowa tight ends, right? Yeah. With Hawkinson. and But this was better value in the second round. You got a receiving tight end. You address it a need. I mean, that's debatable, right? Because they did a good job with the three guys that they had. And I think you got to just trust Ben Johnson in this offense to get the best out of him. Put him in positions to catch the ball downfield, pick up first downs, things like that. And I think you Brock Wright, Zilstra, James Mitchell, all those guys will have a role. Those guys are more, I would say, besides Zilstra, I think those other guys are blocking guys. So I think in their scheme, you know, I think it's it, it fits. What do you guys think about that one? He's a good ball player. I mean, I thought there's this kid uh, you mentioned from Notre Dame, the tight end, right? Michael Mayers. Uh, they say that this guy that we picked up here is uh, got better hands. He's more like a Kelsey type. He's a good blocker. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The other kid had the speed and he had, you know, the hands, but he didn't have the blocking ability. He just looks like a football player without the uniform on. He looks like that gritty, nasty tight end that's just going to stick his arm in your face and knock you down and, and walk all over you. Yeah, what was his stats, Philly, over there? I mean, another first team, all Big Ten in 22. Uh, Quality Clark tight end of the year. Mackey Award finalist, Iowa Offensive Team MVP, third team all Big Ten. So he, he another, uh, you know, a kid that's done a good job in college on a kind of a, a shitty team. So body type fit, I think that's what Holmes Campbell were going for in this draft. Guys that fit their mold and their team because they're ready to win now. Our window has opened up earlier than expected, so it's go time. Like It's time to go. Because you had Luke Musgrave, too. Yeah, Morgan. He went to he's Green a Bay. hell of a tight end. So they must have they had to see to put him that high over them two guys, and even Branch being behind him. Mm, right. Like right. we go get Branch here, we may lose Laporta here. We're not going to get him. No, I think. Don't you think it would change minds had Branch gone before Laporta? Because Branch, I think, was a steal of the draft. I really do. Yeah, really got him. Because had, everybody had him in the first round. I think just that little bit of move mm-hmm. may have. And just like with the other ones we talked about. Yeah. But you got your guys. You got four starters, man. And hey, he's right. Indeed. I think they got the plug-and-play guys that they were looking for. And, and that could that's key. Yeah, and moving on. I mean, this is my favorite pick of the draft. I mean, uh, Branch out of Alabama. Another, Alabama. 
Alabama. It's like a Swiss Army knife on the defense. He could do it all. Line up yeah. in the slot, go outside, physical, can come up and tackle. Um, you know, Nick Saban guy. You know what I mean? I, I think he's going to be in a great spot to learn from uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, man. So another one, uh, second team AP All-American, uh, 2020 college football play, playoff national champion, uh, 89.5 overall grade. And uh, he had a 68-yard punt return TD uh, this past season. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he was a steal. Yeah. I really do. Again, he was on everybody's big board in the first round. And, and they must know stuff that we don't. Obviously, they're professionals. They're, they're working that stuff year-round, right? So, again, we fall in love with mock drafts and things like that. So, they knew something. Maybe he dropped for a reason. But, that, for me, that's just great value there. And he's going to be a key contributor on defense. Another DB to get in the fold. So now you have Walker, Joseph, Gardner, Johnson, Sutton, Mosley, Jerry Jacobs coming back. I mean, now all of a sudden that defense is looking pretty solid. If not solid, much better, much improved, I would say. I like the program he was into. Mm-hmm. That That's a solid program right there. So, I mean, you get these guys that are coming in from these colleges that are known to to produce championship, good, good championship, one champion, national guys, championship. They won't accept mediocrity. They want. They no. know that what it feels to win. Like to win, that. yeah. They yeah. don't want to come here and play dead. And that could a be a key too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. we're breeded to. You know, we're turning this around. Yeah, we we're know not, how to. Win. We don't normally draft from those kind of schools. Yes, you know, we yes. always go for like you know the you know goofball picks or something. I hey, say the boys. branch is is that's a five star all day long. But I'll give it a five. I like that too. Five star, five star. star. <laughs> so uh, we got our backup quarterback, possibly, you know, quarterback of the future in Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Do you think so? Really? I mean, do you really believe that he can take this team at some point? Because you left this on the board after you got Hooker. You had Brian Young, defensive tackle from Alabama. You had. Um, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee, stud. You also had um, Brian Young, DN from Tennessee, and Josh Down from North Carolina, wide receiver. What do you think? I'm okay with it here because I think he goes in the next few picks there. Someone would have taken him. Um, You look at 22 SEC Offensive Player of the Year, first team All-SEC, third team All-American, uh, Tennessee school record for career completion percentage at over 68%, um, almost 9,000 career passing yards, 80 touchdown passes, fifth in the Heisman Trophy voting. He doesn't get hurt, man. I think he goes in the first round. Absolutely. Yes. You know, he's, Absolutely. Got a, he's got a cannon of an arm. He's mobile. Yeah, you can see he gets a little pickled in the pocket at times, but most young Running quarterbacks do, but this kid can wing it too. 6'3, 217. Good nice size. size. He good can size. sling the ball. Right. I mean, you watch, I mean, he can yep. go over the top of these guys. He, yeah. He's got that that arc. He's he's a good quarterback. And let's face it, ACLs aren't what they used to be, like back in the 80s and 90s. Like nowadays, like guys come back a lot quicker, you know, and especially at the quarterback position. As long as he has his velocity, you know, and, and he's well enough to take hits, things gonna be all right. Do you think that he'll push for number two? Oh, I think he's a sure fit number two. And once he's 100% healthy, Sudfeld taking the back seat. Sudfeld right now, you know, probably going into the season, he's probably your backup, you know, probably the first quarter of the season. But I see once he's healthy, Hooker's that guy. I think he's that dude that could come in and, you know, uh, run the offense. And once he gets acclimated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I would just hate to see, like, you know, he gets that. 
you pick this guy here and then golf goes down and we got Studfeld. Mm -hmm. He's hurt. He can't play. Hooker can't play. Like you wasted a pick on this quarterback hoping now what happens are right, you got this quarterback and then golf has a great year. Now he wants a four-year deal, which you're already talking about. Yeah. You're willing to pay this guy $200 million over four years, but and you got Hooker? Like you said, though, it's uh, it could be bait. Yes. It gives you insurance. You know, you got a young, talented kid that doesn't have to rush in there and play right away. Mm -hmm. Rodgers has done it. Yep. Um, multiple quarterbacks have done it. They've sat the bench, learned the game. Mahomes did it for a couple years with uh, Alex Smith, so... You know, jury's still out. We're going to have to see it. Holmes said as much. It's not a pick for now. That is a pick for the future. Yeah, that's know. right. And how long have we been earning for uh, a developmental quarterback? Now we have one. I, I believe that's a five-star. But this question, and say he does throw up decent numbers, good numbers. Maybe let's, let's just say 34 and 9, 11 wins. He comes to the table. You willing to pay this guy $50 million a year for four years and strap your team? You're talking about golf now. Golf. Would you do it? I think right now, as the table sets as it is, I think mm -hmm. you do. Because I think the longer you wait, you're only going to have to pay him more money. Who's but, to say it's going to be $50 million? I think right now he's getting around like 25 to 30 I could be a little bit off on those numbers, but that's like ballpark. Um, I don't know if he's going to demand 50 like Lamar Jackson. He's not going to get that. Yeah, but if he goes, and let, let's just say he gets us to the Super Bowl. Now he's got weight. Pays the men. Pays the man. men. Fucking fair and square. I don't think he'd be that type of guy, but you never know. Get paid now. Because guess what? Now what I'm saying, now you got all these other contracts. You want to keep these guys, but you got to think, we can't pay you now. So now we start all over again, but we're locked in for a quarterback. Not necessarily, though, because once you build that team and you got an uh, influx of talent, right? Look at Kansas City. They're able to stay consistent because they got a constant flux of players coming through there and paying Mahomes top dollar. Just so, like uh, New England did that for years. Yeah, I mean, granted, Brady only was making like around 20-ish because he wanted to do what's best for the team. I get it. Not everybody's like that. Once you got to strike while the iron's hot, get your money. I did you that. know the commanders wanted to go after Mahomes? And they turned it down and before the draft. They was willing to give up a lot of capital and money to go after Mahomes for their quarterback in case he's like, hell Why no. would they even think? They would never. Because they need a quarterback. They've been through three quarterbacks. It's a failure. That's true. Yeah. New ownership, new yeah. change is coming. So I say a five on Hooker. I think if he can, you know, in watching him with the knee injury and all that and him saying, you know, this guy could really be something special in here. I think it's a good situation for him. Now, the talent is there. Now, can he get healthy and get acclimated to the NFL game, the speed, the pace, all those things? Yes. All the intangibles are there. So who's going to be the first one here at the table to get a hooker jersey? Oh, I definitely get <laughs> anybody. I give credit to any woman that'll do that. Now, we so we went in the third round, Brodick Martin, you know what I mean, uh, Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Was it Wisconsin? Yeah, right. We got it right there. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, not as early as some have wanted, you know, uh, Conference USA, honorable mention, uh, 23 East-West Shrine Bowl participants, 62 tackles, uh, six tackles for loss, and four sacks. He's a big dude, Western man. Kentucky, not Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's a big guy, man. I actually, the kid from Wisconsin is the one I wanted. I forgot his name. That's why I was thinking that. Joe Hoff? 
<laughs> hey, Bob. Yeah, oh. this uh, this guy right here you're talking about, man. He's a six foot five, three hundred forty pound giant. Another guy that you can rotate in on that defensive line, yes, because you already have Bugs, you already have McNeil. What's up, Dak? You got guys that you can rotate in now. And you look know. who was taking three picks down, Jake Moody, the kicker. Oh God, would you have took him there over Brock Martin at three? I don't know. I think Badgley did all right. You're talking at number 96. That's tough for us to take a kicker there. But you're talking one of the best. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he could boom it, man. Oh, God. Because we're, we're struggling at 45 yeah. yards in or out. That's true. I was hoping he would be there. Like, I'd be okay. Like, in the fourth round, I think I'd be okay with it. Had we yeah. did what we did and then got a fourth round pick, I'm, I would take Moody there. He's by far the best kicker in the draft. Well, these kickers are becoming a very important part of the yes. roster, fellas. Yes. Look how many games are coming down to that last second field goal. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad move necessarily. No, and he had a great career mission. I like this yeah. Brodick Martin guy too. I, like I mean, he's a big dude, man. He's like a uh, space eater. You know, a guy that's going to fill Aaron Glenn in his defense. He likes guys that can play A and a B gap. You know what I mean? Two gap players. Um, that's what you want for run stuffers. Right? I'm going to say. A three plus until I see more. Sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because I don't know a whole lot about him. Um, I like the size, the agility, so I'll give it a three plus as of right now. Okay, fair enough. So moving on to the fifth round, we didn't have a fourth round pick. Brad Holmes. I, I must say this is the most active uh, Lions draft I've ever seen. Um, bar none, this is the most activity in my lifetime. I think it was great. It was exciting. It was different. Uh, and he got his guys. He filled all positions of need and got some depth here on the uh, offensive line. William and Mary. Uh, Colby Soresdale. Soresdale, Bob. Soresdale, Bob. Great guy, Kobe. Great guy. 46 career starts, team captain, uh, FCS first team All-American, all CAA first team. Zero sacks allowed last season. Damn. That's promising. That, that's how. That's really good. We need, you know? we need anchors like that. I mean, that's the things we don't know until we see, like, well, who's this guy? Right, because, I mean, you, you're thinking guard out of William and Mary doesn't take the balls. Yeah, but, right, you know right. I mean? like, right. Like, Sorry. That, it makes sense, though, because now you're adding to your strength. The now, team captain, the this and the that. Now, yes. now you got a Vitae who can play both tackles, and this guy, Swordsdale, could probably fill in a guard to spell these guys if somebody goes down. You know, so I can see it all making sense in the totality of it again. And then your last pick, Antoine Green out of North Carolina, big, tall, ex-wide receiver. That's kind of what we needed, a guy on the outside, um, especially with J-Mo going down for first six games. You know, I think that's a plus pick. Antoine. Know, I got to see a little bit more. but he I did like that pick. He averaged 19 yards a catch, which is go. great. Third that's team, huge. all ACC. I did like that. And he had a big week on 10-31-22. Uh, he was named ACC Wide Receiver of the Week. So Very nice. That's good stuff there, too. Again, good size, good speed. I think he ran like a 4 or something like that at the Combine. He's fast. Very fast. Another young weapon, man. Good hands. And, and I like that. And if that comes up like a Galladay did and all that. But getting back to the Soresdale, like you said, by what you're telling me and all, you know, all them credentials that he has, and this really takes, now you're talking a fist starter, mm-hmm. which I know he's probably going to be in the back wins right now, but a guy to fill in, because you know how them guys go down. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. And, and dude, what a perfect, he's a big son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And 
I, just because of that, with the size and knowing what he's got up at Rag now, class, learning with all them guys, I got to say that's a five on that, man. And with the green receiver, another five. Brilliant. I like what they did. A little offense heavy, but again, I can see the uh, the mantra here. They're getting got tough guys, gritty football players, finishing that offense. And we still have free agency. Maybe they know something that that like we're gonna go after this guy and we're gonna pursue this guy like the 49ers kicker goal they're gonna go after him yeah and again at the end of the day i just really feel like they really like these guys that they have on defense yes. so if they can all trot out there you know you're gonna have injuries guys yeah, are gonna go down yeah. but they're building depth and i think they did a lot of that in free agency this year so they're they're not, have, I don't think they're done yet, Phil. I still no. think they're still going to keep plugging and playing with some of these guys. Next month, you got June 1st cuts. A lot of veterans get yeah. released. Yep. Guys are going to try to get right for the cap. Um, teams are going to make moves. So it's far from over. You can't you see really, getting like a veteran here, get uh, maybe a D tackle, like, you know, another veteran. Like we got bugs like coming here. Mm -hmm. I could see something like that. Yeah. Making a move again in season. Don't put it past them. They can make a splash move later in the season. He's done, he's done so far. This guy's done that we've ever had, I know, in my lifetime of going back and having so much control in the moves that he's made. Kind of remind me like the Belichick thing. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Let me move on. Yeah. I got two more. Let me yeah. and then package it up in, in like they were all the big talk was Swift's going, Swift's going. Where's it going? We're waiting round after round. All of a sudden, bam. Gibbs. It happens. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. He really did jar the, the draft board. You when say he, jar. He jarred. You say jar. When he went to the tight end, then all of a sudden you see rotation <laughs> starting to take place. Like, oh shit, we better start. Then the next guy was a tight end. Yeah, this guy's going to hang around Swift for, yeah. you know, one year. They no, just, he was gone. People gone, started looking like at different spots. What I liked about the draft is he picked the. He knew what he needed to get. Now, I don't think anybody's seen that because, like you said, all these mock drafts, I think Mel Kuyper got one right. Yeah. They look at him as the expert. He studies, like, they got all these months to study these players, and those mock drafts weren't worth the shit. Da, 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 da. And who would have done that, though? You think about it, right? You got Swift, you got Montgomery. But look at look at it over the last four years, what we've been dealing with. Hurt comes back, then does good, flashes. He's hurt again, his toe, his foot. Okay. And, you know, Staley said the same thing. Dude, you at 80% are better than some guys at 100. You have to step your game. You have to fight through injuries at times. And we all seen he go get the run. Maybe he'd get down like that because he didn't want to get hit. And and being hurt like that, okay, I can understand it. Yeah, Man, one another hit like that, I, I may be out again. It's frustrating. We never got the full, full potential of him for 16 games yeah and That's i apologize true. i had a one of your larry donaldson moments i called him single terrier <laughs> <laughs> i meant to say montgomery my bad yes <laughs> like jim campbell <laughs> we all have a header moments philly that's jim my boy that's my boy that's my boy jim so what do you campbell, guys, larry what do you, donaldson don't, don't matter what do you guys grade what do you grade this draft here overall i gotta say a solid b a solid B, maybe a B plus. Yeah, I would say B plus. Yeah, I, I mean, I really. I'm with you guys. I loved it. Definitely in that category. Um, I don't think they hit the A because they didn't get quite the one that one guy they wanted, you know. But I just like what Holmes is doing. Like you said, I've never seen GMs no, no. 
like this that are just in case you want to play here. Did yeah. you see them guys? There was never like, oh shit, man. Yeah, I'm going to Detroit. They were happy, man. Like, yeah, we can't, we can't wait to get to work, man. Let's get this going. And I think it's okay, like if guys are pissed at where they got taken because they believe in themselves and they should have been taken earlier, and that's okay. You know, yeah. now you're gonna play with a little chip on your shoulder. It gives you a little umph to go out there week to week and earn your keep, man. Yeah, absolutely. Show. So I'm with it. So that does it for our Lions draft recap. Now, I do got to bring this up because it was crazy the boston bruins this year had a hell of a season most wins i believe ever in the regular season they got bounced by the florida panthers number one seed weren't they Philly? Yeah. in uh, game seven in overtime in overtime you'd say they shit the bed they shit the punts the bloody punts the hockey has been phenomenal i love playoff hockey that's one sport where everything is just amplified, yes. you know, in the playoffs. It's it's great. It's a great watch. So who do you guys like now? So I'll break down the bracket for you real quick. You got the Seattle Kraken, who's a seven seed, uh, at the Dallas Stars. Stars. <laughs> you got the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights at the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I'm sorry, vice versa there. And you got the Panthers and Maple Leafs, Hurricanes and uh, New New Jersey Devils. What do you guys like? I've always liked the New Jersey Devils, but I also like that Vegas Knights. They're a good team. They're the yeah. one seed, too. I like them, what they've put together over there. Um, but, you know, let, let's go back. Let's talk to, about Detroit. When Detroit won them 62 games, and they got in there against the Devils and got their ass whipped because they put everything in getting that number one seed and winning all them games and when they got there they just didn't have enough anymore you know what i mean you're oh, yeah. worn out yeah that time i mean you're playing deep into the season year in year out it's tough on those guys just get in anything happens when you're in just Absolutely. get in look we've seen that with basketball mm -hmm. you know with, with the bucks an ac takes you out right for right. one hello that's what i was going to bring up next let's talk basketball yeah. playoffs because they're heating up too um we got Eight teams left right now. You got the Nuggets and the Suns. You got the Warriors and the Lakers. You got Sixers and Celtics. And you got the Heat, who took down the Bucks, and the New York Knicks. Who do you like? Ah, oh, man. I like that Heat team with Butler, man. I really do. As an eight seed, can you see them going all the way? It could happen. One game at a time. You know what I mean? One game at a time. Um, but I like Philly too, though, man. With with Harden, oh my God, I like that team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Boston here too. You see, Boston, like Boston. Boston. They parked the car down by the harbor. The harbor has in Boston. Cabsy. And don't sleep on the Warriors too. They tend to get hot in the playoffs. Brez. stuff. Curry. Be right back, gentlemen. All right. Tommy, you, Tommy. You. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, that I know uh, Philly. One of the things I really Going back to the draft for a second here, man. Did you, uh, this kid that introduced the Jets, he was um, make a wish thing. Did you hear this uh, kid that did the? Uh, I got the song, but you want to hear it? With the 15th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the New York Jets. Yes. Jets. 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 Select Will McDonald, linebacker, Iowa State. Let's go. How pumped up was that kid, Dude, man? That's Stickles. His it, name was Stickles, man. What? I love Stickles. <laughs> that was his was his last name Stickles? Yeah, Stickles. Stickles the Pickles. We got to get him on his, the show. I don't know his first name, but yeah, his last name was Stickles. Yeah, we were it, cracking up at that. It was awesome because... Um, damn you, Stickles. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> I was watching that, and I was like... 
that kid is pumped up but then i understood the backstory it was from the make the wish foundation yeah. you know this kid's gone through a lot in his life oh, and see that? That, was sad. that was i just played that soundbite hollywood uh it was just oh. yeah it was great man yeah. i love that so yeah, it brought tears to my eyes to yes. see you know how he was and where he was at it's so hyped up and excited to just be there it was awesome yeah and the fact that i love how the nfl i know it's such a big business but they, you know they had the veterans come on in mm -hmm. round two yes they had some of these you know vietnam veterans coming on yes. and, and you know talking about their draft pick for their team and it was just special how you know, I don't understand why Roger Goodell gets booed when he gets up there. Is that just kind of like, you know. It's just the thing that's like the anti-establishment shit. It, you know, it, people just want to boo the commissioner of every, you know, league. Right. And like when he came out and he thanked the people of Kansas City, he goes, Kansas City, great job for the draft. And they were like, boo. Yeah. Like, what are you, booing yourselves? <laughs> you know, I just like how he handles it very candidly like that. But um, we get the draft next year, guys. It is going to be right here in Detroit. We're going to be down there, baby. And it is going to be lightning it's going to be fire right it's now, going to be it's going to be huge where's the draft going to be down at campus marshes okay that's where they're going to put the big stage nice they're going to take that whole downtown okay and encompass that in for the big draft right there so set the stage up i don't know where but um that's where i understand it's going to be it's not going to be inside of ford field it's going to be outside it's going to be one big tent you see how much they put into these things now yeah it's a spectacle and you get it's a good chance for Detroit to showcase what we're all about. Yes. You know, just have a good time, treat outsiders well, show them how we get down. We like to party, we like to have a good time. And you're but supposed it's, to mask a lot of things down there too, as well. Mask, you know what I mean? Make it look. Yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, well, remember absolutely. what we did for the Super Bowl? It's been yes, a hot yes. minute since we've had anything that big in our city but um i mean this draft has taken on a mind of its own you know i remember back in the day where you know it would just be a simple you'd have to have you know espn or you just have to now it's like on major networks there's some you know right. they're on different channels and it's just crazy but i i think it's going to be really cool but man there's a lot of people there a lot they do kind of thinned out kids though what i mean when you've seen that like the guy holding his little baby up what do you think about that yeah kids being down there mm. um i think it's cool you know uh as long as they're not exposed to nothing crazy you know you're gonna have a few drinks or whatever does yeah. everybody get home safe just i don't know yeah and you hope because you know there's some ignorant people sure you know what i'm saying now you got this child you know day one or to say to day three may i'm thinking maybe day three when things start feathering out a little bit you know mm -hmm. what i mean day one i just think would be crazy to have children yeah there. i think it will be pretty wild every, downtown day one everything's sold out there's the hotels every, even in canada uh they're sold out already so imagine we got a lot of press coming in there's gonna be a lot of people coming in from all over the world right? yes yep uh people that are coming from other countries you know let's face it there's people that play in the nfl that aren't just you know from america sure so you got all this press coming in it'll be a lot of fun got to get it right yeah. got to get it right we can't have no mishaps on this absolutely but we'll yeah. never get it back there no doubt but i'm excited i'm really excited it's just weird how fast football comes and goes like as soon as the season's over man we're you know within weeks we're already talking about it we're talking mm -hmm. four months guys i know it we got to get through summer yet we haven't we really want to see this put together we want to see this be like wow it's finally done not piece by little piece just organized in one year what they've went out and established is the, 11 or 12 players is Great. the target on detroit's back which is weird because we always talk about green bay or minnesota or possibly chicago but everybody's got detroit as the front runner right now division 
you know, leaders. And, and you haven't heard that in how long? Oh, dude, since like the Barry Sanders era, going back to the early 90s, mid 90s. Like you said, it's the first time in our lifetime that I can see a GM that's going, wow, I don't quite understand. But maybe you now see what he's trying to do. Sure. But and he's out a of Vegas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegas got the odds on 20 to 1 right now. Yeah, a lot of money on Detroit. I mean, we we closed the season out in style, but man, I'll tell you what, they really, uh, the you know, mainstream media's got a high expectation for this team right now, as well as the fans, because I think you're realizing more now than ever, there's a lot of these bandwagoners that just all go for the Lions now, man. This is it, you know. I, you know, love the Ford Lions. girl. I, I thank ago. her. I love it, man. I thank her for changing your aspect from your father given a chance and and you've seen how big camels turn not only just a player but into a coach now yeah he is like the messiah man of that that detroit team yeah and you know sheila ford i mean just go get me what i need get the guys do what you need and it was cool to see her in the in that room you know yeah. what I mean? She's just standing over her little friend, you know, just tiny little bit, you know. But what, what is Rod Wood doing in there, though? What the fuck does he got to be in there for? He's the bean counter, man. Like, what's he? Get him out of there! Don't you don't need him. It's, I don't like. It's time that, to sign these guys. Go sit in a corner. Yeah, and I just check, don't, the, check the accountant's books. Yeah. You know, I could he's get like, with the owner. Now, guys, can we fit this under the cap? Is this the right fit? He's whispering in their ears, going, "No, I think I might be a little bit too much money. Let's go for someone a little bit cheaper." Like, go cheap. He's been the uh, financial advisor for the Fords for thirty. 30 years and Holmes right. is like this asshole's getting traded anyways. He right. has no idea. Right. <laughs> Holmes like Holmes be like sit your white ass down. Boy. I can see him literally running everything. When, if if this really takes off, I mean, I could see Holmes being a bigger part of that organization than what he is. Mm. I still think the verdict is out there. I think what we're seeing right now is this taste of success. Knowing how they finished the season, and you know the players love playing for Dan Campbell. You think yeah. Spielman He's, had a little little something to do with that Campbell pick too? Oh, I think so. He's a throwback. Spielman throwback. Yes, absolutely. Hollywood. Yes, because he was there. Too. He was the style backer. He was. He's quietly in the background, but you know he's got to influence because the Absolutely. guy that's been in the trenches, played the game, played for the organization, loves the city, and that's what I thought. If when when that came, I'm like. Spielman had to say this kid, this fucking kid is like you you're not gonna get guys like this, but every now and then, hard nosed, hard knocks person. You know what I mean? Like what's nice is we're getting all the players together. It's what you go back to your Sheila Ford thing. When she took over, things the chemistry started changing. Kelvin Johnson came back. Mm-hmm. Now be part of your, your organization. Now yeah. something changed. They, they made right with the wrong with Yes, him. yes. You see Barry Sanders. You mm-hmm. see Chris Spielman. I mean, you start to see all these people that we remembered as like, those were our greats because we didn't have Super Bowls and a lot of playoffs, but we had people that we could look to and go, man, I, I loved watching that guy play. And I but think they're all on the same page now. Right. And I think them guys hurt burying them. Like, we would love to play for this guy. And look what we were delivered. You know what I mean? Part of the time. We went through these hard struggles like this. We were promised things that were never given to us. You know what I mean? And and she's like, well, come on. You guys can still be a part of this. Yeah. And that's where you see the relationship start. Because <clears throat> Calvin didn't want to have shit to do with Detroit. No. I'm glad they mended those fences. But they can be a part of it now. Yes. You know, in a different way. And you, know, you can just see that they're happy to be back in the fold. They never wanted to it. not be. You know, like Do you Calvin, see maybe one of them guys coaching? Not getting that money. You see maybe Calvin being a wide receivers coach there? 
maybe Barry steps and got Trey Bly. I mean, you know, he. You never know. I mean, it's, it's like sometimes you look at the guys that you just watch play what seems like yesterday, all of a sudden becoming older in age, and like. Kelvin Johnson could offer a lot to a receiving oh, court. God, but man. here's the thing, man. With all the hype, we got to go out and execute it now. Oh, yeah, go ahead absolutely. And you know, absolutely. All these accolades and hype and mainstream hype finally is great. But let's go out there and just win this division, win your freaking first playoff game in however many years, and get the job done, man. Let's let's go. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Be consistent, like Stickle said. Stickle, Stickle said. Just think about the beginning <laughs> of last season, how it just went to like that same old Lions, and then out of nowhere, there was grass growing out of the dirt. And then there was beautiful grass, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, what switch did they flip?" And we were not ready for that. That's what makes you but believe. He made this a belief. so different because most Lions teams in the past would have just folded, whimpered, and limped out of the season. They came back full tilt, man. Like it was complete change, like you said, light switch. And this was a totally different team. And that takes a hell of a locker room. Kudos to the coaches and the players because, man, the resolve they showed was awesome. Uh, phenomenal. I mean, I mean, don't be surprised if, if if they don't come out of the gate just a little stumble and people go, oh, geez, to get it together. You know what I mean? To understand. Well, because every year is a new team, right? Yes, yes. Like, this guy's got my back. Okay, we're, we're getting this chemistry built. Uh, four games is just wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Or scrimmage or three, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they just go on a, on a streak. They got them projected to go six and two right out the gate. Right. So. Do you remember? At the end of Hard Knocks last year, Coach Campbell was sitting there with the camera on him. They had that close up. Tell us about who the Detroit Lions are for, you know, 2022 Detroit Lions are. Campbell just had that long pause, the team that will and can. Mm -hmm. And did it not happen towards the end of the season? The, the strong get strong when the times are tough. That's what I liked about this. To Philly's point, mm -hmm. this all needs a transition, man. It needs to go on the field. Who isn't pumped up for NFL football? Oh, no, man. Yeah, and I like how he stood up too about that that timeout that cost him the game. He took he that took, one's he on me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that one's on me. Yeah, he that was your that was your other win. No finger point. got you in there. He, he took and, and I respect that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's people that that hold that one game at Carolina. Yeah, they were on a hell of a run though to go eight and two. For they needed that like, like you so said. young, you know, it's it's learning curves. And now you bounce back and you're in this prime position with even more talent. Now you can go further. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of doing that it. shit stung. You like that? No, I don't like that. We just got ass whipped, right? Yep. After all that winning and then just get stomped on and then have to go to Green Bay, damn well knowing you just watch Seattle win. Mm -hmm. And then who And you could have just said, you know yeah. what, man? I'm going to get hurt. I'm going on vacation next week. I'm going to be off for a few months. They went out and kicked the shit out of them. Kirby Joseph picks off Aaron Rodgers three times. We're going to make your last oh, game uh, memorable. <laughs> Trust me, in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. A lot to look forward to, man. So um, that about does it for episode 84. We're rolling, boys. Thank so. you to our sponsors, our listeners, everybody yes, out there for all your feedback. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. So as always, email us at fivesoftheweekpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube. Love y'all. Be good. Peace. I said goodbye, vamos, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Time to turn down the sheets. And I will spank my butthole a little bit.
That's all, folks. Come my eyes, motherfucker. Get out of here. Get out. You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas, to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads, the list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24thStreetPizza.com. 